0: welcome to another episode of mike's perspective this is a different episode a little special one we decided that since i did one on fathers last and i didn't do one on mothers this is a mother's day well not even a mother's day this is a motherhood podcast for all the great mothers out there we got a couple of um dumb a lot of people i know so let me first introduce you to one of the first mothers, but you've done heard her before on one of the other episodes, Shay. She's back again. Hi. Okay. And then um, we have a new guest. Her name is Danara, Danara Robinson.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: And let me introduce you to also Chabella Gomez.
1: Hey,
2: guys. So excited to be here.
0: And, and back again for another episode is my wife, Diana Sanchez
3: hi everyone
0: so you know i usually go on and tell a little brief story but since it's my first time meeting Daenerys, i can't say where i know her from (laughs) i just met her today so thank you for being (laughs) on mike's perspective
1: (laughs) Uh, thank you for having me
0: and i also will let me tell a story how i met chabella gomez i knew her i known her for whoo what what a I mean, long time. A very long time. Um <laughs> went from my days in the law firm, or at least my days in the law firm. And um we always just um I basically met her when I met Maria. If anybody listened to one of the um episodes I had Maria on, it's been a long time. We just always clicked. We always um been such a very good good friends like, for a long time. Yeah. So so like unlike the other episodes you usually hear me talk and just give the questions out but this is uh this is the mother's perspective. So this is not about me and I'm going to pass it off to Diana and she's going to take it from here.
3: All right guys. Here we are. <laughs> hey. So since Mike always talks about how he meets folks, I'll just say how Danira and I kind of like linked up well we became moms around the same time and we went to the same high school together and I knew who she was very well but we weren't necessarily like acquainted but um you know becoming a mom you kind of just reach out to whoever you have on your social platform especially when your kids are around the same age and I know that her baby girl was singing the entire alphabet like at, I don't know, it was like seven months or something like that. And I was completely like thrown back. Like, oh my God, tell me what you're doing because I need to see if Maya can do the same thing. But um, more recently, my husband heard about Danira when um, she invited me to do the Don't Rush Challenge, which was super fun. And yeah. I was so, so grateful to be invited to that. And um, you're welcome. And Mike was definitely the person filming and helping me. <laughs> get Maya together so that's kind of like how I thought I was like okay this is perfect because I, I can invite Danira on and then awesome because I'm always reaching out to her about advice like hey it's yeah. a couple I months what am I in for here so it's always good thank you for that yes welcome welcome so let's get into like the nitty-gritty here um the first question that I have is what was your reaction when you found out you were pregnant? I know some of us have more than one child, but like your first time finding out that you were pregnant, what was your reaction? Um, and I can go first. <laughs> so, okay, so I was, um, I was, I was at work for a little bit, and then I was supposed to have my menstrual cycle come in. And, you know, it's not. It's never, like, dead on. Like, mine is, like, never dead on the right date. It doesn't. It just comes around those dates. So when it didn't come on the date when I expected it to come, I was like, okay, yeah, well, sure, whatever. In the midst of this time, Mike and I were also, like, really close to our wedding date. So we were, like, three months away from our wedding day. And so after, like, three days or, or something like that, I was like, hmm, so... I call my period Peter. Everyone knows this, so I'm like, "What Peter? Yeah, Peter." Oh, wow! I was like, is- I'm always like, "Yeah, Peter's coming over. Like, it's gonna be a mess. Don't come over. I'm gonna be a wreck." <laughs> oh my gosh! That's what I call my period. So anyway, so so yeah, um, I was like, I, I, I kind of spotted a bit. And then nothing. And that had never happened to me before. So I knew something was odd. And I have um, tests on deck, like right in my night table. If I'm doubting something, I'm like, let me take the test real quick. So one morning I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, wait, let me take a quick test. We weren't planning for this to happen at all, because again, we were getting married in three months and our, we had a destination wedding in Dominican Republic. So I went to the bathroom, not expecting it to be positive at all. <laughs> I went and I took the test and it took a little longer to like load, <laughs> you know, to, <laughs> to be negative. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And it came positive, And I was like, I froze completely. Like I had like a silent anxiety attack <laughs> because it, I I was just like, how can this even, how is this even possible? Like we were being so careful because around that time was also the Zika pandemic. Yes. Like, well, I don't yes. know if it was a pandemic, but it was the Zika time. Yes. So I was like, oh my God, this couldn't have come at the worst time. How, how did this even happen? Like we couldn't figure it out. So anyways, I go to the room and I have like this blank face. And Mike just looks at me he goes, Are you okay? And I'm like, I look up, like, oh shoot, it must be written all over my face.
4: Mm-hmm. And I'm
3: like, I'm pregnant. Like I just said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Wow, I just Are said it. home. <laughs> and Are while I really still really have bad? like this blank face on, Mike goes, Wow, great. Like, but and then he goes, Uh, what is it good? This is good, right? Like, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> no, this is like the worst timing. And I just completely like start going into panic mode. And then I'm like, maybe, maybe there's something wrong with the test. There's something wrong with the test. Like, let's just like this, this isn't working out. Like wh- how could this have happened? And he's like, yeah, I don't see how this could have happened, but I mean, it could be a bad test. And I'm just like, well, we got to find this out.
4: Yes. And then I
3: get up from the bed and I'm putting on some sweatpants. This is like six thirty in the morning, guys. Um, like, yeah. work? <laughs> yeah so so I, i'm putting on sweatpants and he's like what are you doing i'm like we're going to the pharmacy to get more dust to find out if this is really the deal i'm like you go ahead you go to work i'm i'll stay back and i'll just let you know what happens so i go and i take like three more of them and they're all positive and i'm like just and then that's when it hit and i just start crying and i'm just like Oh my God! What are we gonna do? Like, like this wedding is happening. Like we've paid so much money. So for us, it was, or for me, I should say, it was a big shocker. I wasn't expecting it. I was somewhat like devastated in a way because it was to me the worst timing, right? Yeah. Um, I, I should mention that I was also between jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, and, and so because I was between jobs, I had no health insurance either. So oh, everything wow. was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything was hitting the fan quick. Yeah. Um, but you know, then I called one of my best friends, Corey, and I'm like, Corey, oh, I need to come over right now. Like now. And he's like, okay, I'll be there in a second. And so then we just talked it through, and he made me feel so much better about the whole situation. He's like, "Man, it's not the end of the world." And I'm like, "But what about the wedding? And yeah. my dress?" And he's like, "You're only going to be like three months by then. You're fine." Yeah. yeah. So it was total shockers. I had so much anxiety, but it, you know, I started to, you know, warm up to the idea, and my anxiety went down. I was like, "Okay, I'm going to tell my family on Christmas, and that's going to be major because I was also like anxious about that." But. <laughs> yeah
1: story almost
3: (laughs) what about you guys
1: I'll go um so for me as parallel to you my menstrual is just I mean horrible like five to six months I will go without having a period so pregnancy for me I'm just like oh this can't be yeah this can't be so I was telling my sisters I was like I was telling them I was like my breasts are growing and I have really like zero to nothing there so They started groaning and I, and they were laughing at I me. Mean, they were like, "Oh, it's nothing." And I'm like, "I think I, you know, I could possibly be pregnant." So, um, <laughs> so I, Ray, I had told I, I I took a test like five in the morning, same as you. I took it and I hid it behind like a Listerine bottle because I didn't want to see. Like I didn't know. <laughs> so I went into the bed and then I just run. I ran back out. And I looked behind the Listerine bottle and it said positive. And I literally just fell to the floor in the bathroom. And I thought, I was like, oh my God, like is this true? And I ran and I told Roy and he was sleeping. And he was like, uh, yeah, like really? And he went back to sleep. And I'm like, what? Like, how can I sleep? It's like maybe it's a dream. <laughs> yeah, like, he really went back to sleep. So I called I FaceTime my mom at like six in the morning so I'm getting ready for work. And I show her the test and I'm like, is this true? Like can it be false? Like is it is it right? And you went to the pharmacy. Girl, I had to call Plant Parenthood and like try to get a immediate appointment just so they can confirm because my doctor was like, I can't I can't take you today. Now, I'm at work and I'm a teacher, so the kids are doing whatever they want. I mean, the classroom looks like <laughs> I don't even care because in my mind, I'm thinking, am I pregnant? Like, what if this is fake? What if this is real? So I was in limbo the whole time. And then when I went to Planned Parenthood and they took the test, she, and it was like 10 seconds in, she was she was like, yeah, you're pregnant. And I was just ecstatic because I didn't think I could get pregnant wow, after like yeah. all this time. So it was just like a complete...
3: Joy and a complete surprise. Yeah. So uh, Hopefully. Well, that help. you know that's interesting because I we also had to go to Planned Parenthood because I needed to know like yes. now. Yes. And you know I didn't have health insurance. I was like you know what I think the, the fastest and quickest thing we could do right now is just go to Planned Parenthood. Yep. Yeah. So we went there and you know they did the test and they were like okay so you're pregnant and I'm like oh my god yes am I really yes. and she goes yes so what do you want to do. And I oh, go to
1: me too. Oh and God. I go,
3: Well, I'm 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 gonna keep my baby. But I'm just worried about the wedding. And she goes, Well, first off, I'm glad you're keeping the baby because you're thirty. <laughs> Wow! wow. <laughs> it seems like you're 30 and it seems like you have you know your your husband's your soon-to-be husband's here and it seems like you have a good support system and so i'm really li- i'm really glad that that's your decision i'm not supposed to say that but yes. you know you're you've never been pregnant before and like you're you're 30 and this is this is a great it's a blessing so i was like okay okay great
4: oh
2: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. i can go And yeah he wants to go <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Um, I love all these stories. These are so interesting. I love how everyone reacted. Yeah, We have a couple of things in common. So, of course, it's interesting to hear uh, the age and the cycle and all that stuff. Because I feel like those are the little things that, like, I guess we don't discuss. We always kind of talk about, like, the excitement of it all. Yeah. Mm Yeah. For us, I mean, we were, at this point... Uh, so in love and we're traveling and like doing these things and we're planning trips. And of course we, I mean, I feel like I always knew like I wanted kids of course, but I always kind of thought, yeah, I'll have them like in the future, you know? Yeah. At this point I'm 35. Mm -hmm. When When I, when I became pregnant, 35 going on 36, actually I was, yeah, I was 35. No, I was 36. And so, you know, I don't know. I just felt like I, you know, I had I have all these goals and all these things that I want to do, and of course, like we're so in love in this relationship, it's going great. But of course, and then we talked about it because I feel like he had mentioned like in the past he, he just hadn't ever like really thought about that in the past. I'm like yeah. it's fine, no pressure. No one's like trying to have kids right now. Like this is going great, and we're enjoying each other. And of course. Um, I'm like feeling sick this one week and I'm just like I have to like leave work and I'm so like I don't know what's wrong with me. Do I have cancer? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know if that sounds like funny now, but like I literally just like falling and so fatigued and I have to leave work, right? And then mm-hmm. I am one of those like all of my friends had children when they were younger, so like in their twenties. Uh-huh. i was the only one i've never been pregnant before i've never had a scare nothing me mm-hmm. me either mm-hmm. i i just was like i don't know i've never thought about it but in the back of my head i was like well i don't know actually i should probably go check if i'm okay but i never again like i wasn't like it wasn't like a pressing thing for me
4: uh-huh.
2: So, it didn't cross my mind. So, of course my best friend is like when you told me that you were sick that week, I was like, I think she's pregnant. And I was, it didn't even like occur to me. So wow. first, I'm where, you know, I'm at Eddie's apartment I'm at house at uh, home at the time. And, you know, I'm just sitting there and I'm like feeling sick. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then he's like, have you thought about the possibility that you're pregnant? And of course he has. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I was just, he's so pragmatic. And I'm over here like, no, there's no way. We've been so careful and like <laughs> pregnant. Like that doesn't happen to me. And he's like, well, let's go through the symptoms. So I, he goes through like this list of like 12 symptoms. Oh. <laughs> I have so none of them except for like back pain. But I'm like, that's probably because I was working out and I probably pulled a muscle. I don't know. So I was like, fine. Unlike Diana, I don't have any tests on deck. I was like, I can go get a test. Yes. So I went and got the one that has like two. Yes. I'll do like actual like pregnant or not. Cause I am now, I need to know like. Yes. The yeah. Yeah, the line, the I'm not going right, to do like pluses and minuses. I'm yeah. like, yeah. So I got like two of those. So I had four tests. <laughs> So we're, like, watching TV. I come home. Oh, I went and bought, like, ginger and, like, turmeric. I'm, like, I'm just going to make myself, like, one of, you know, I'm I'm from the R, So we go with these things by drinking, like, root teas and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm just going to make myself, like, a potion or something and, like, drink. I'll feel I'll better. So I get home. I take the test. Eddie's watching, like, some superhero movie. We're supposed to have a friend come over. And I'm just like in the bathroom taking the test. And I just put it to the side. I'm like, I'm not pregnant. Like, this is so stupid. I'm even taking it, And then I look at the test and it says pregnant on it. And I, I stared at it for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it going to change? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> I'm probably reading this wrong. Am I awake? So of course I'm just like frozen. And I don't even know like what to think or what to say. Because of course, like every single person in the world um, envisions this moment as like yes joy and like yeah oh my God. yeah and, but the reality is that for a lot of people even if you've planned it it's like a shock it's yeah. a shock yeah, yeah. It's, it's like
1: really is this happening
2: yeah and you just don't even think like especially if you've never been pregnant it just doesn't like for your first child it doesn't feel real
4: mm-hmm. and of
2: course I start crying and I come out of the bathroom like babe. <laughs> <laughs> He just knew. He like stopped the TV. I remember, like, I think he was watching like, like The Avengers or something. And it just like this figure was just like frozen there for like two hours. Then we were sitting there talking, and we're just like, "Wow! Like, is this real? Like, just complete shock." I can't remember if I was like happy or I don't think I was like, I don't, I wasn't sad or angry. I was just like,
1: yeah, believe it like yeah, yeah it's, we all were there yeah <laughs>
2: yeah that little place <laughs> and then it took of course some time and then of course I scheduled so I had actually been pregnant for a whole entire month and I, wow, wow. I 6 weeks pregnant and I had no idea the whole christmas went by yeah, and I did not know Until January 6th, I remember. And then I went and made an appointment with my doctor. And she confirmed it. She said, there's your little friend. It's like a little bean." And (laughs) (laughs) so crazy. And, you know, and then, of course, it started sinking in. And and then, of course, I was just like, the next thing you know, I'm like, wow, I'm not taking the subway by myself anymore.
1: (laughs) Wow. What a change. Yeah. Yeah. Now when I
3: went to Prime Parenthood, the um the lady was like, Oh well, when was your last miss period? And I was like, Yesterday. She was like, Oh, you play no games. (laughs)
4: I'm um, like,
3: uh, nope, nope, nope. I saw a little spot and it disappeared. And I was like, that never happened before. That's weird. Yeah. Let me let me figure this out. She's like, okay, you your got it.
1: Like, How you know your body? Like, someone told me before, like, you will know when you're pregnant. And I was like, no, not ever. Like, I would never know when I'm pregnant because, you know, I've never been pregnant. So I'm like, I would never know. But my body started to change. And I'm like, mm, this is weird. Like, this is different.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It definitely
5: makes a Um, for me, I was a young mom. I had my first child at the age of twenty. Oh wow. So it was definitely so like you guys, I um my cycle's all over the place. I can go months without without having it. So at the time, <laughs> this is so crazy. Um, I was in college full time, working full time. And my doctor's like, you know what? Let's just get you on birth control. Let's regulate that. So I was like, okay, cool. So I kn- I started to notice, like, I didn't have any symptoms. I didn't have um, morning sickness. I didn't have, like, my br- nothing with my breath. Nothing. Um and I was just, the only thing that I could remember that I could recall at the time was that being extremely exhausted. And I associated that with, like, school and work. You know, I was just thinking, like, loading up on the caffeine, on the Red Bulls, and just, like gotta make it work, you know, crunching papers. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, one time, like one moment, I remember being in class and I fell asleep mid lecture. And I'm like, my professor's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I I remember and still at the time, it didn't dawn on me that, you know, I could possibly be pregnant because I'm like, I'm taking care of what I need to take care of. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I, I thought I was protecting myself. And I'm like, no, this is no way. And then, and then I got this extreme pain on my left side and it was so bad. That pain was, I've never felt that before. And I'm very tough when it like, I could, I could go without, you know, I'm like, I'm like at this point, I'm like popping painkillers. I'm like, this pain is really, really mm-hmm. bad to the point that I couldn't even stand up. So I had to go to the emergency room and I'm like, when I'm in the emergency room, they're like, uh, do you think that you could be pregnant? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Because like I'm on birth control. Like I gave them what I was taking and they were like, so when was your last menstrual cycle? And I was like, you know, that's a good question because I, I don't get it regularly. So I can't really like the last time was maybe like a couple of months ago, but that's normal for me. And they were like, they did this. They were like, okay, hold on. They took a sonogram and I was like two months pregnant at this time
4: wow, I was wow. going into,
5: yes I was literally going into three at this point point. and I was very 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 petite so like I didn't even hardly gain like weight throughout the whole pregnancy so I wasn't noticing nothing like I like again I didn't have any symptoms or the only thing that I had was just I was just exhausted and I was I was scared I mean I'm 20 years old just trying to figure out life. And, you know, I'm in school full-time. Yes, I'm working full-time, but I'm thinking, like, I can't afford myself. How can I afford a child? Uh-huh. It was just, like, I'm thinking, like, this is just like, bad timing. Like, I don't understand how this could happen. And they're like, so what do you want to do? Because, you know, time is ticking at this point. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I just thought, you know, if I tried birth control and that didn't work and this child made it, you know, throughout that, you know, this, you know, he was meant to be here. And I was just like, you know what? We'll figure it out. Yeah.
2: And it was very, very yeah, yeah,
5: exactly. (laughs) It was very, very (laughs) scary. Very, very scary. And, you know, I'm glad like I had a good, you know, someone there to help me along the way. And it was just you know like okay don't worry we're gonna figure this out and you know we're we're gonna make it through and I'm I'm glad it, it worked out so but that, yeah definitely nerve wracking and unexpected yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's, so crazy. it's so crazy um it, it to me it's it's most interesting how your mind changes right away like you have like this mind shift mm-hmm. so like yeah. how Shabella was saying how she was like well I'm no longer taking the train by myself mm-hmm. it happens instantly because exactly. I yeah, um I started working at a school in Brooklyn. Um like going like after my wedding, um I had like the interview before my wedding and then right after i was going to start working there so i was interviewing while pregnant oh. and no one knew and mm-hmm. i was like i wasn't going to tell anyone because i wasn't mm-hmm. sure how folks were going to react and i i needed to get back into yeah. work so mm-hmm. i know that for me i thought the same thing about the train like i'm like so i'm going to be traveling on the train all the way to brooklyn yeah and like that was like an hour and 20 minute ride mm-hmm. hour and 30 minutes on like a normal new york city day mm-hmm. So i was like oh my god they get ready like this is going to be a journey for you but you know hopefully this is the right place for you to start working and you're going to be fine and it, it was that like there were times i did get off and i went to grand central and i <laughs> used the bathroom yeah. um, exactly when i got hired and i told my um my principal i was like i have to tell you something i have to tell you now because i can't i can't work another day without like telling you the yeah. situation and um I also told myself like what her reaction is is gonna tell me whether I want to like stay here or whether I want to just keep looking and just you know let God just decide like what this is gonna be for me. Like, right. like yeah. right. So I prayed on it and I said, just go in there, pray and then go in her office and tell her. So I did just that and her reaction was just like, oh, congratulations. Ooh, and I'm like, okay. what? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, hold on, hold on. I don't think you get it. I'm due in September, like in the beginning of September, like end of August, like this is the beginning of the school year and I'm the founding director of operations of this new school. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, well, you know what? There's never a right time to get pregnant. Like you can (laughs) never, you never, people say, oh, it's not the right time, but that's what you're going to say forever. If you keep waiting for the perfect time. Exactly. So in that moment, it just came full circle to me and I was like, okay. I've been so anxious about this thing and I finally said the told, told the last person that I felt was important for me to tell this information to and from then on it was just like okay I'm yeah. I'm legit pregnant yeah yeah Yep I didn't So tell
1: what was No at work. at work? No. I held it for so long because I don't know if any of you felt that but I felt like I, w- I didn't know if I was going to miscarry. So, I didn't want to tell everyone, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. And I then there's a baby pregnant. coming down the line. So, I held it for, I mean, I mean, wanting to like swallow my throw up as I'm teaching.
4: Oh,
3: yes.
1: I had horrible morning sickness. In the, and um, I had horrible like uh sickness in the first trimester. It's terrible. Like, thrown I mean, up. You all know
3: time. what? So, did I. So, it was a blessing that I was in between jobs because I don't know how I would have. Been at work feeling the way I was feeling I, I felt horrible for the first trimester but it ended right when the first trimester ended and mm-hmm. it ended right before like our trip to DR for our wedding oh, nice. so it was like the
2: second I trimester
3: one yeah <laughs> so fast forward a little bit um what was your birthing experiences like um for me I had a C section and that was the wildest experience <laughs> I've ever in my life gone through. And then, more importantly, did anyone pass out? <laughs> <laughs> I not like, I'm not kind of like, yeah, Mike I didn't had, pass. I, out, I, I
1: but gave. A I, gave a, I had a vaginal um, birth, but I had an epidural. I was so dope on epidural. I didn't feel anything pushing. I was like. Really? Push, push, wow. Push, push, yeah. And when she came out, it felt like, ugh, like it was so weird. Like it, I can't even express. Like I'm
2: empty.
1: Like, empty. <laughs> like yes. Like if you, like if you had to really use the bathroom and like this huge thing came out, that's what it felt like. And it was just like peaceful after, but like after that, maybe like hours after, I felt like a truck ran over me. Like just ran over my inside back and forth. It was like the it was very painful. I took six months to heal. It was the worst for me. The healing process was was really rough, but the delivery was easy to me. I mean the contractions were hard and you know it was hard to get through. But in terms of pushing her out, I was like, Oh, I could do this.
3: oh no I had a c-section and it was a surprise c-section it was one of those situations where I went in for my last uh, not my last appointment but my last appointment before my due date mm-hmm. um so it was the the day before my due date or the day after my due date or something like that and um she goes you know you're having contractions right and I'm like am I and she's yeah. like "You don't feel anything <laughs> and I'm like nothing at all <laughs> So weird with the mind that you would feel. Yeah, and I'm tolerant to pain, just like Shay. But I was, I didn't feel anything. I'm like, if, I, if something's wrong with me, tell me now. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. She was like, No, your contractions like are coming, and they're and they're coming like, you know, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna send you straight to um the delivery room. So we went in, and it turns out like like my heart, my my blood pressure was high, and like all these things will happening, So they we're like, we're going to monitor you and we're gonna, if, if she doesn't start coming by like, I don't know, like 6 PM or something like that, then we're going to, um, you know, give you some medicine to induce your labor. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like this little tape looking thing, like a tapeworm that they like insert up your v- JJ. And, um,
2: so you had a use as well.
3: Yeah, but it wasn't like the inducing of like the powerful one. Oh, it's different with this like tapeworm looking thing. I forget the scientific name for it, but it it's, it's like it's like a slow, slower version of inducing than the actual inducing. So yeah. so basically, if I didn't start opening up by six a.m., then they were going to induce me. Oh,
5: okay. Uh, they wanted to see people natural. So,
3: yeah, so um, I, we tried to make it through the night. Um, my water broke at some point, which is great news. And then I tried to sleep, but her her blood pressure just like was wow. out of control. And they were like, okay, we got to call the doctor. You got to go in. And I was ready. I, I, I When I got to the hospital that morning, I kind of, in my heart, knew I was having a C-section. Oh, okay. they, they, in my, I, I wasn't afraid of it. Okay. But when I was at, on the table... Mm-hmm. and then i see all the life this surgery surgery life i lost it like i I didn't lose it like crying, but I was, I was shaking uncontrollably, uncontrollably. And the scariest part about it is that you're in there by yourself when they're prepping you for surgery. So So Michael wasn't with me. And I'm like, wait, where's like, like, I'm going to have to do this by myself. And they're like, yeah. Like, so they just put that big old needle on your back that numbs you from like your waist down and everything. And I just, I just couldn't shake. I know Mike was like, looked at me and he was like, oh my God, I've never seen her like this. Like he almost went into tears when he saw me because I I literally like trembled saying I'm so scared. Like, yeah. But um. But after that everything was good. The, the the I mean the recovery was like no other. I mean you say you felt like a truck right over you, girl. <laughs> I know. I they said like insights. They take them out. They put them back in, and it's the I whole know. situation. But Hello. I had an awesome partner, so. Yes. I want to clap it up for my husband, Michael. Yes. 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 And, you, and you know what? Tabella, you also were a big influence for us too because Aww. you had told us your birthday story, which was kind of similar. And as far as having a C-section and he was like helping me change my underwear and like all yes. this so
2: We had to wash
4: Super supportive.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, super. we had kind of a similar situation in terms of the surprise uh, C-section because we did like an intensive... Natural birth class for like wow oh yeah we were there like twelve hours practicing all these moves and we were in this like really natural environment like oh we're just gonna give birth naturally <laughs> so like, oh wow i feel like the more you plan the 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 more life is just like ha 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 like no
1: nope. <laughs> not planning way. for that
2: <laughs> yeah you make a plan but it doesn't mean it's gonna happen yeah so. We had this whole idea and vision that I was gonna give birth naturally. I was working out throughout my pregnancy. I was eating really healthy. I was doing really taking care of myself. I was I was so happy throughout my pregnancy and glowing and I just felt like the most beautiful like that I've ever been. And I was just like <laughs> <such laughs> sure that I was what really <laughs> I thought. And of course we get to, my water broke, so I was like, Oh good, we're underway. And um She passed meconium in the, in the womb. So that kind of. things, Right. So that usually puts doctors on high alert and um, we get to the hospital. And of course we're doing all the moves. We're like, he's helping me breathe. I was like, Oh my God. I wasn't like, everyone was like, you watch when you're. When you're in uh, you know in labor, you're gonna be yelling at him. And it was just like, I know this is gonna sound obnoxious, guys, but I was just so in love. I was like, oh my god, he's so like helpful and like babe, <laughs> and I was just like, Okay, oh babe, I'm breathing. I don't know, like it was just like good. Like the yeah. next thing you know, the doctor is like, Well, this baby, this doctor just looked at me, looked at him, because it is like six four and I'm five feet tall, barely five one. And she was like, "Oh yeah, that baby's probably like nine pounds. You can't handle that." Oh I was just gosh. like, "Oh no, he didn't. I'm sorry." <laughs> what? I think like a big partner mean a big baby, but everyone was just like, "You're gonna have a big baby." She was big. She was like eight and a half pounds, but I think I could have done it, but I didn't um, dilate past six centimeters. Yeah, I so, didn't dilate either. Yeah. So it was like a pretty long time. And then I just kept begging her to let me try naturally. But because of the meconium situation, they had to monitor the baby. Of course, at the end of the day, you end up making the decision that's best for the baby yeah. and
5: for you.
2: That's right. So then you then have to like, you know, just say like, okay, like, so let's have the C-section. And of course she tells me, you know, you you can push for three hours and still have a C-section or you could just see your baby in 45 minutes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't like this doctor. I don't like yeah. her She was actually, she's actually a brilliant doctor and my C-section came out clean, but I didn't like her approach either. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I went to like a really amazing hospital, but I do think that they try to push C-sections more. Oh,
1: they get more money.
2: I think his money is quicker. They want to get out of there. They just want to go yeah. home. It's like midnight. They're like, I just want to get this baby out and leave. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it was the same thing Diana said. Like, I go in there. I'm by myself for the first 20 minutes. Eddie's in the medical sector, so he understands more. Like, he asked all these, like, like he asked the right questions, but yet he was just, like, kind of outside. And I just felt like I was in good hands all around, but I felt the same, very scared, because I've never had major surgery before. Yeah. And I also had all those tremors, same thing. I, I threw up at one point. I was just like trembling, wow. was, like, super wow. cold. I mean, I
3: can feel it now, actually. It sweet. I got chills because I remember it like it was yesterday. I could not stop shaking. I, I've never been so scared in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. it's Especially in my life.
2: Yeah, on yeah. the spot. Like, oh, you're going to... So, of course, then once he got in the room, I felt better and, you know... Like Di- Daenerys explained, like they took the baby out, and it's just a weird feeling. Like suddenly, there's n- it's empty, and then yeah. the baby crying. I was just like so surreal the whole thing, and I was just like at that point, just like so in love that I didn't care about anything.
4: Yeah,
1: you know, Michael, Michael, I was, Michael- in love. I was like, get her off of me. She looks like her dad. <laughs> 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 I was like,
4: get her off.
3: <laughs> no, Maya came <laughs> out. <to> <laughs> <real>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maya.
3: Maya, she probably gets her complexion from like my my dad's side of the family, but like Maya was so like, and I was expecting like this super like brown baby, like yeah. like Michael's complexion almost because I don't know, I just thought that yeah. that's what I was gonna have, and so yeah. when I saw her, I was like, my face was like, what? <laughs> like Is my baby, I know it's my baby because I just saw them take it out my womb and like or like yeah. over the sheet or whatever, but it was so surreal. But the funniest thing happened after. um, you know, I see her and like, we're happy and smiling. And then I look at Mike and Mike goes, I think I'm going to pass out. And I'm like, oh my God. but I, I still can't talk because you're still under all this anesthesia and medicine. So I'm like, tell the doctor. <laughs> Like, tell somebody, like, because he was, like, we're the kind of people we will just die in a corner, like, trying to figure it out. Like, bro, just tell someone before you, like, do legit, like, hurt yourself and pass out. So he told someone, and they took him out, and they gave him, like, some juice Aww. and stuff. no. Yeah. He hadn't eaten well, and, like, I think it was just a lie. Yeah, Not yeah.
1: Sorry, Shay, I know it's your time, but I had to jump in, Addison, as we're on know. time. that's fine. Because Roy was supposed to be holding my feet up to help the doctor. And homeboy wanted to see what it looked like down there. So the, the doctor kept saying, Daddy, Daddy, please keep her foot up. Dad, Dad, make sure you're keeping her foot up. And he kept on, like, not keeping my foot up. <laughs> like, he kept on getting corrected. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to push. And I'm, looking, like, trying to look at him, like, just keep her He's so And he's like, he's like, babe, she has a lot of hair. And he's looking down there, and I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. He wasn't, like, nervous <laughs> or anything, like, to, to see what was going on down
5: there?
1: He wasn't. He wasn't nervous. He was just telling me, like, baby, there was a lot of crap coming out of you. Like, you were, like, pooping a lot. And I was... Oh, my God. I <laughs> so mortified. And then, like, my sister's in the room as well. I had way
3: too many people in the room, by the way. Like, you I had... a lot of people in there?
1: For I home? had my sister. Her boyfriend was, like... but He's, like, my brother. He's been around for 12 years. So... I, and, and my 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 in laws were there, but they were like more to the side. Roy and my my twin is like centered. So I see my twin walking around with the video camera, and I'm like, my vagina's, is like wide open. Like, why do you have this video camera? Open? <laughs> and, and I see him make a face, like, like gross. Oh, no. gross. <laughs> so I'm doing all of this, and I'm noticing everything, but yet I don't feel anything. I'm not feeling what I'm doing, but I know that there's something happening. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little tug, like the doctor like moving things around. And Marley had an umbilical cord wrapped around her. And I didn't even know. Like, the doctor was amazing. She was she put a mask on me and I'm thinking, okay, what's happening? Maybe I'm losing oxygen, but the baby was losing oxygen. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to like not alert me. Yeah. But yet, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, it was it was an experience in there.
5: Oh way. <laughs> yeah Uh, um oh i have two different birthing experiences so my first um it was it was easy breezy like he was behind you again the pregnancy was great i didn't feel anything he was great so even like i had epidural um when i was about to give birth so i didn't feel anything like I, i was numb from the waist down so i couldn't even feel my legs like they had to like my in-laws had to hold one, like my, my mother-in-law had to hold one leg and then my, he had to hold the other leg. And then I'm like, the doctor's like pushing. I'm like, oh wait, I don't feel anything. Like I was yeah. just so numb that I couldn't feel anything. And then when it was done, yeah, yeah. then he was out. It was just, it, you do feel like this, like you feel like this release, right? And it's, you can't explain it. You do feel like the little like arms and stuff pushing its way through, right? Yeah. But you don't feel the pain. So yeah. He came out and I'm like, oh shit, he's out. okay, cool. Like they put him on me and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) you you were inside of me. Okay, great. So then my second one, that was, I called one night and the other one day because that experience was horrible. So that day that I went into labor, actually the day before, I, I was already, I would say about a week past my due date. So I go to my doctor's appointment and he's telling me, he's like, oh, he, for some reason, he's still too high. Like he hasn't dropped. So he's like, I'm going to schedule you for Monday and you know, I'm going to have you come in on Monday. And if he still hasn't dropped, then we're going to send you straight to the hospital. Then we'll induce your labor and then we'll do, um, you know, see if he comes out. If not, we'll do a C-section. So I was pissed at this point. Cause I just got my nails done, my toes done. Like I was like, I was ready. Like I thought this kid was coming out. So I'm like crying in the car and like, and Aww. my second he's like, oh, it's like, don't worry. It's going to be okay. Like you're going in on Monday. And I'm like, I'm just tired. I can't breathe. I'm heavy. This pregnancy, I can't even walk on like one leg. I'm like limping. Like it was the worst. Aww. Fair enough. I, I guess the child must've heard me. He was like, okay, fine, mom. I'll come out. So that night I started to feel like contractions. But they weren't very, they weren't heavy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold off because I was like, I don't want to go to the hospital too soon. But it was to a point that I couldn't hold it anymore. So now I'm in the shower and I'm like, okay, I'm getting myself ready because, you know, I got to go prepared. I So I call my doctor and he's like, oh, come, you know, I'm already, I'm here already. Um, So I get there. I'm eight centimeters dilated. Wow. Please, wow. like, if you would have waited any longer, you would have had your baby in the house. But the contractions weren't. It was like I. I think my body knew I was already in the hospital because the minute I got to the hospital, it was like, it was bad. So then he. So I. I'm telling him, I'm like, doc, can I get the epidural? He was like, absolutely not. Like you already did the worst part. Like he said, like, you're bad. Oh. oh. So then, um. So then I'm telling. So then I'm like, okay, now I'm like, now I felt everything in this in this um pushing him out, and I'm like, you feel everything. It was just. It was horrible. I would never do it again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, wow! That crazy. So, um, dumping into like one of our last questions: um, What do you think has been your biggest struggle as a mom? But also, what has been like a funniest moment of like after you gave boyfriend, you have your baby? I think for me, um, I, I, I mean. I kind of told my story, but I definitely had a hard beginning because of everything that was going on in my life personally. And um, it was really tough, but I felt like I had so much support around me that it made it easier. So I have to say that my biggest struggle as a mom has been COVID. hmm I have my my husband works in the medical field also. So I've been home alone with Maya and having to still work full time. And it has not been easy. There's been days where I have cried. There has been days where I'm like, is this life right now? Like everything just seemed like, because mom is a full time job, but then you also have a job. yeah. So then I struggle with mommy guilt a lot. And I'm like, but if I go on my computer and I work and Maya wants to play, I feel like I now I have to choose whether I'm going to be a mom for the next 30 minutes or whether I'm going to go be, get behind on work. And I'm also very, very passionate about my job too. Like I'm an overachiever and things like that. So they're both so important to me. And I was just like struggling to figure this out. And I'm like, thankfully I have a supportive principal who was like, I'm not a teacher or anything. I'm in the administration side um, as kind of, quote unquote, an assistant principal. But she was like, well, if you want to work nights when Mike gets home, then just do that. Don't worry about clocking in and out. Just wow. work when you work. I and know. I was like, okay, I'll try that. But even that was hard. Because
1: yeah. you're tired after yeah. running around. The exhausted.
3: Yes. And everything is going so fast. So by the time Mike gets home, it's like I'm in the midst of cooking now because I don't like cooking when Maya's around because she, you know, she's at that stage where she likes to touch things, and she wants to be carried, and she wants to... And I'm just like, no, I can't have anything, any accidents happen while you're here, so I like to wait till Michael's close to being home to, like, really get into, like, the frying or the, you know, the the really hot stove yeah. um, meal, but it has been the toughest for me. Yeah. For me, personally. like, it's yeah. been a real time. But, like, the most funniest was um, I was a breastfeeding mom, so... <laughs> I I was so, like, 100% full-blown, like, I'm doing this, this is happening. I'm breastfeeding, like, no matter what. So I was home, and I was giving all my attention to that. And Maya was such a good baby, right? So I'm like, okay, great. It's changing time. So I'm, like, bathing her, and, like, I'm thinking about, like, when's my next pump? Or, like, how much milk did I pump the last time? Homegirl projectile poop. Across the room, <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like a fire hose, like, it's like that's a that's the power of the water? breast milk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was at the beginning stages, so you know, when it's like that weird, yeah. texture I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, What oh my god, How, what's going on here? It was so funny. That was the first time there was like a big mess of cleanup that is like, Oh my god, motherhood, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I would say for me, I have two hard moments and two funny moments, and I'll keep it brief because I know we're running late. But the the most the hardest moment was giving birth via C section because it was so helpful and as you know, um, I I think I've told you before, Diana. I you know, have, have Eddie and Eddie's like the most supportive partner ever and he was putting on my underwear and helping me throughout the whole thing and it was like both extremely hard and sort of sort of like humbling, but at the yeah. same time hilarious. <laughs> I'm just like wow. Like I never knew that this man, of course like I'm so in love with him, but I never knew he would have to do that. So of course that's like just hilarious yeah. to me. Wow. of course um and and i was also a breastfeeding mom so like that whole combination is just like wow it's a lot it's
3: extremely hard yes um you can't even down you can't even get on the bed to pump or oh, sit no, down no. I,
2: or yeah whatever. i never thought i could sit again <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't think i'll ever be able to sit again um and of course i i did i did that for 14 months and God, that's like a whole other episode that we should say. Like breastfeeding is its own thing. Yeah. You
3: know what? That's, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Bring us back in season two for like breastfeeding.
2: One on one. But um, yeah, and then of course the second hardest time has been COVID as well, because even though we're both home and Diana, I'm sorry, but like I have to give it up to you. Like you are, I mean, I could not do this handling all that. Like we take turns, and even with that, it's hard. Yeah, so, you're bringing you're mixing your worlds, like mm-hmm. and being a parent, trying to you know be a school, uh, uh, you know, a, a homeschool parents as well. Yeah. Which is, I have a toddler, so she is already like a teenager three <laughs> uh, major so, yeah. So that's actually also in combination with COVID has been like the funniest thing. Because I will say that even though COVID has been hard, it has been a blessing as well. Amen.
4: Yes, for sure.
2: but we haven't missed a lot of the milestones that I thought I was going to miss with her. I mean, I've gotten a good amount of time at home with her between maternity leave and then I took family leave. But she like learned how to write her name the other day, and I was just like, "Oh, Aww, oh that's, that's
4: cool. cool!"
2: Yeah, and then we took this time to like potty train. Like, there's so many little. Yeah. Things. He speaks like full on, tells us like stories, and so like all of those things that I would have missed if I was at work. So it's kind of like sw- switching your mindset, but that has been, so that has been funny too, I guess.
3: Yeah, <laughs> agree
5: we gonna go Shay, since we always make you go last. <laughs> no, it's actually it's fine because I actually I'm listening to the stories and I'm like, wow, because like my kids yeah. are big, like they're big, and you guys have small. So I'm like, I'm just kind of like going down memory lane, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm
4: that little again. I
1: know. <laughs> I would go. Um, the hardest thing for me was her eating. Marley was a picky eater because I breastfed for so long, and then by the time it was trying time to turn to salads. For one, she's allergic to everything, which is weird because I'm allergic to absolutely nothing. So her being allergic to things made it really hard for me to find things. And then she's the pickiest eater. Like her morning lunch and dinner is quinoa and sweet potatoes with butter and cinnamon every day. What? Oh, Oh, she's
5: a fancy baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. She'll do chips and juice sometimes, but... That's all she wants. And I'm thinking, what? Like, I would cry because I'm like, my baby's not eating like other babies. And, no. you know, you just prepare yourself. But, like Diana said, the girl's a little genius. I'm like, how does she know how to do certain things yeah. and say certain things? I have no idea. But I used to feel bad about that because I'm a teacher. So I have to teach at home, homeschool with the COVID thing. And she will be on the phone and it will bother me because I'm like, dang, my baby's on the phone and I'm here. Oh my God, and I yeah. feel so. Bad and I'm like, why, you know? But in actuality, I will go and I'll listen with one ear, like, okay, she's learning colors. Remind myself, reinforce colors when I get off this call. Yeah, and it, you know, that's how we just been doing it. And my husband's home too, so it kind of helps. So. COVID has been an amazing blessing because I've never seen my husband. We always see each other at seven o'clock at night, seven to nine was our little time. Now we're together all the time. So it's great. A funny moment is breastfeeding. One time I went out and my breasts were so angry, like engorged. Oh. I had to, like my my breasts to bring down the milk. Because I was pushing it out and it wasn't coming. <laughs> <laughs> we had just, like, anger, like
5: <laughs> you had the blockage. You like to massage it out.
4: Yeah, we yeah. Please, yeah. you
1: know how it gets so. Oh, I heard so bad. Like they were about to burst. No, please, please. So that was a funny moment. Oh, <laughs> High five to Roy for that one. <laughs> he didn't like it though. He was like, uh He was like, "It's kind of sweet." He he didn't want to admit that it was it was good.
5: Yeah. and <laughs> milk. Um. So I'll I'll make it quick. Um. So I think like. I have older kids. So one is 13 and then the other one is six. So I have oh, wow. stages of difficulty with them. And <laughs> so just when you think it's going to get better, it's not. <laughs> they well, thank you. So they're phases, you know, oh, wow. they, they, you know, they get their own identity, their own, you know, their personalities come out and you see that very early on with them. Um, but again, like to piggyback like on everyone, um, COVID has definitely been the most challenging, I would say, in parenting. Because at this point, not only your parent, I became a teacher as well. And Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but, you know, it's just, you know, with middle school, and then you have elementary, so you're like juggling back and forth. And then, you know, checking to make sure that he's doing everything that he's supposed to be. And then the little one, he's learning everything from scratch. Like he's, you know, so it's just making sure that he absorbs the information, but then you're also exhausted from coming from a long day of work as well. So then it's like, you have to be patient with them and making sure like, okay, fine. Like I understand, like, this is a whole day's work for him and I'm trying to crunch it in like three hours, you know, but it's just, you know what, but I'm actually glad because I'm getting to learn my kids. And even though it's weird to say that, but like things that I'm, don't necessarily see, cause you, you know, you come from yeah. work, you spend a little time with them, you know, but like getting to see where they're at academically and, you know, and learning them all over again. It's like just, it's like meeting them all over again. And I'm glad that I'm like, we're forced, we're stuck at home, but we're learning each other and we're having a good time. Yeah. Um, one, one memory that I could recall recall, funny memories from my little one. Um, well, my oldest one, he was three at the time. So he had went through a phase where he loved hard boiled eggs. So everything was like, "Mom, can I get that?" I was like, "Okay, cool." Um, So I'm in the kitchen cleaning up, and the minute you know when you hear silence, silence plus children equals disaster. Right, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So I'm like, "Oh shit, he's too quiet. Let me go see what he's doing." This kid has the eggs just smeared all over the sofa, all over him, and he's like, "What?" And he just gives me this look, and he's like, "What "What happened?" And I'm like, "It's supposed to go in your mouth." Not on your body. <laughs> He's like, oh, no. oh. and then I was just—I oh, couldn't God. even be mad at him. Like I was angry because I'm like, oh, he put that
3: all over the sofa. Then I had to walk away and like laugh. And I was like,
4: okay, all right, yeah, oh okay.
3: I have- Listen, so much has happened during COVID that I could go on for days talking about. <laughs> Just this. So the last two weeks, I've been doing evaluations for my department, and I have about seven employees that I have to do the evaluation for. So I had, of course, individual meetings with them. And through one of my meetings, Maya just didn't go to sleep at her right n- normal nap time. And I was just like, well, this evaluation has to happen, and I have to give her my undivided attention. It's only fair. So I, I let her run off, and I didn't realize her room door was open. That <laughs> When I got off of this call, I ran over there to see where she was. I, I I called her a few times, like I did that, but she didn't come. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. She'll be fine. She took everything out of her drawers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
3: like, when I say everything, I mean <laughs> every <laughs> item <laughs> of clothing was out really the drawer and on the floor. That's when I cry. I'm like, I can't. Yeah, yeah. You just I mean, have to laugh because there's nothing else That's the thing. That In that moment, I wasn't even stressed. I was just like, well, Uh-oh. I had to choose one, and I chose to stay in the meeting. But there were multiple times when I'm at a meeting and Maya's on top of my head. Yeah. exactly. what yeah. Like, just, like, on my head. And everyone would be like, oh, hey, Maya. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I wish she was taking a nap right yeah. now. I can yeah. grab my glass of wine early. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much for your time. And we should definitely come back on at some point, maybe in season two, to talk about what it's like to breastfeed yeah. um, and just hear each other's stories about that because that's a real interesting. Oh, and that's, yeah. and that's
1: it's interesting. a bit. It's yeah. very fun. Yeah. I you
3: have, have to teach all. Yeah. Okay? Yes. Yes, moms. Thanks guys.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mike Perspective. Um thank you ladies for coming on. It, this was an amazing episode. I hope a lot of women and even the men could um correlate in some type of way, you know, uh, as a man um going through the experience with my wife it was an amazing experience it was tough but um we made it through and um we got to give it up to the ladies because man i mean the 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 stuff that y'all go through is unlike any other so so much respect to women and um remember to subscribe to this podcast to whatever listen you your life you listen to this on spotify anchor apple Podcasts, google whatever um and we'll check us out for the last episode of season one which will be episode 12 where we'll be doing a recap for all the episodes and it's gonna be a banger